0: You're listening to the Holistic Spaces Podcast, brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 240, Feng Shui Chi Forecast for September 2023. Welcome to episode 240 of the Holistic Spaces Podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you angie cho and laura morris are the founders of the mindful design feng shui school we teach feng shui online at mindfuldesignschool.com we teach a feng shui certification program and we also have now an advanced training program so check us out visit mindfuldesignschool.com a great way to keep in touch with us the best way is to sign up for our newsletter list you can visit our website and scroll down to the bottom and there'll be an opt-in box or you can click through on the show notes on wherever you're listening to this podcast at. We also have special events and different opportunities that are only available for our newsletter subscribers. So what we have going on right now is we have a podcast mini consultation giveaway So for the podcast listeners and those of you that are on on our mailing list, there's an invitation to enter a giveaway to receive a feng shui consultation online to be aired on the podcast. So you actually become a guest of the Holistic Spaces podcast and you get a mini consultation. So if you listen to our last episodes with Melissa and with Weyland, they both got mini home consultations and I've done them over the years with Katie Daubout. So something like that. So we invite you to participate and to enter, you leave a review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to be on our mailing list because the newsletter will have a form that you click through to submit your name and your email and a screenshot of your review. So we also want to say thank you to those of you who have left reviews for us and have participated in the giveaway. Things like that really help us so much. And then another fun thing that we're doing right now is we are having a autumn equinox challenge. So for the five weeks before the autumn equinox, which has already started, just started last weekend, every Saturday, we're sending out an email that has a function of reflection and it goes over the five elements and kind of a suggestion on what you can do in your home to work with the different elemental energies in preparation for the autumn equinox, which is a very powerful time, especially for people who are interested in feng shui, because it has a lot to do with like letting go and decluttering and really making space to invite in metal element. And I think that a lot of podcast listeners really resonate with that sort of energy and that sort of viewpoint. So we hope that you are on our mailing list to participate in that. And that's the only way to get that content. It's just going to come straight into your inbox. So check your spam and also make sure that you haven't unsubscribed from our list. Okay, so let's jump into what I've discovered is probably one of our most popular podcasts now is the Monthly Chief Forecast. And Laura is going to share with us the energy that we can expect for September 2023.
1: Yes. This is our September chi forecast. And for new listeners, what we do is we go through the energy of the month by looking at the two solar terms, as well as talking about the full moon. And then we also talk about the zodiac animals of the month as well. And then we go into the energy, the chi of the month. And this month, I will be doing a tarot reading. We alternate. Angie does I Ching, I do tarot, we toggle back and forth. So this month, the key solar dates or solar terms, there's two, two in every month. The first is September the 8th. And that is called White Dew. Listeners, you might, you know, know this after we've been doing this. My I think my, it's like over a year and a half, maybe we've been doing these for over a year and a half. You see that, I mean, the same solar terms every single year around usually fall on the same date or maybe, maybe once in a while, like a day earlier or later, but pretty, the dates are pretty, are pretty much around like consistent and the names for each of these terms are so poetic and they're so visual and beautiful. So for instance, white dew, which is September the 8th takes that those sort of two weeks from September the 8th until the next solar term, which we'll talk about in a second. And it really does evoke this idea where temperatures are really starting to cool down. And what that means is it causes dew to form. In the morning, you get up, you go out, you see the dew. And the dew, it's not frost. The dew is is white... I was actually going for a walk this morning and noticing the mornings are much, much cooler, which is great. So the bugs aren't as bad because I go for a walk every day. And I like that because I can see the changes that I talk about each month. And I noticed that the grasses, which are starting to get browner, and yellow, like there's the the energy is starting to recede. It's starting to go back to the earth. It's starting to be drawn in, which is we'll talk about the element that it has to do with in a second. And the grass also had this white dew on it, but it wasn't white. It was water, but the way the light hit it at this time of year, it made it look white because the white light it hit it, and it was just because there was so much of it. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> white dew. So it it you start to see these in nature. The reason they they name them these is because this is what you see, and white, the color white, it connects with the element that we're moving into, and we're moving into the season. The next season is fall or autumn, and that is the metal element that is associated with that season. So each. Element. Each of the five elements is connected to a season or connected to the in-between times of the season. So we're moving into metal and the color associated is white. And the energy is moving into that more metal energy, but also the overall kind of overarching feel of the energy is more yin, right? It's more yin energy, which just means it's really cooling down, right? Quieting down and cooling down. We're not in that big, young summer anymore. We've moved past that. And every month we encourage our listeners to take a look at what's going on where you live in your part of the world. We recognize that many people are on the opposite side of the globe. So they're experiencing the opposite of what we are. But for those of you that are in a time where you're moving into the autumnal equinox, which is coming up, which is the next solar term of the month, is September 23rd is when the equinox takes place. And that happens to also be the name of the second solar term for September is really that time when the harvest, certain harvests are finalizing, like the late harvest, like apples, apple picking season right? It's in full swing in September, early September, all the way through. Depending on where you live, where I also spend some of my time, it's a grape harvest, which is called vendemia, which is the Italian word. They literally have a word just for grape harvest. And you can see the vines start to change color. And, and again, that changing of the color that happens around this in this month of September, when you move into later September, is all those nutrients returning back to the soil. And it's this move, it, that is that is the energy of metal, right? Which is contracting, conserving, storing, pulling back. And that's why you see sort of everything kind of wither, kind of returning back to the ground. And it's just beginning in September. So we start to experience these shifts. The shifts in temperature from day to night are much more dramatic we're almost, well, I would say, depending on where you live, we're in sweater weather. So this month, and I know a lot of people are excited about getting their fall clothing out. I know I am. So the full moon of this month falls on September the 29th, and it is called the harvest moon. Again, all of this kind of works together. We talked about, you know, apple harvest, grape harvests, all these late harvests that are happening. It's sort of the final the bringing together and the, and the storing and pulling together of all of the abundance of the season. And the harvest moon is named that because it's the closest full moon to the autumn equinox. So that is always the harvest moon. So that is what is happening in a solar term, what's going on, you know, in and around where you are, and to really take note of what happens where you live. Angie, can you tell us a little bit about the Chinese zodiac for September?
0: The month of September is connected with the energy of the rooster. And this is considered month eight in the Chinese calendar. And so that would mean that those that were born in the year of dragon, snake, and ox will have supportive Chi in September. And then those that need to be a little bit more careful are those born in the year of the rabbit and the dog. So that's our Chinese Zodiac connection. So overall, the Chi of September is
1: really moving into that metal sheet. And as I mentioned, just looking at nature to see what that means is that contraction, that drawing inward of energy and pulling it back down to store it. Because again, everything is a cycle. Okay. So it's going to, in metal, it's going to pull in, things are going to wither, Yes, they're going to, you know, seem like they're dying down a lot of times and, but it's, it's part of the cycle and then it'll, you know, sleep for winter and then it'll come back up in the spring. So the energy of metal and of this time of year is really that contraction, but also from a personal, you know, chi standpoint for what we do, it can also be completion. It can be getting things done. It can be storing things for our own, in our own lives and in what we do. So it is a time where people feel that they need to start to get ready and prepare, okay? So because, you know, winter is coming in a few months and we'll talk about that. So let's talk about the reading I did. So the tarot reading I did, I asked a specific question. I asked, what have you been pushing to the side and what do you need to be reminded of this month? So I changed it up a little bit by not just asking a kind of really general question, but I thought let's let's kind of drill down on what, ha- what have we collectively been pushing aside and what do we need to be reminded of? And I pull one major arcana card, which is around that particular question. And then I'll dive, I'll drill down a little bit more by picking a minor icon card to figure out the action that's around that. I pulled for this theme of reminding, what are we sort of not ignoring, but what are we, what are we pushing aside? We're just not making time for maybe. And I got the card, the star and the star is an air card and air has to do with mental clarity with precision. It's similar energetically to metal. And the star card is hope and being open to opportunity. So because the way I asked the question, I would say to you, what opportunities have you been pushing aside? Maybe you don't even know it. Maybe you're not aware of it. But also, have you been feeling like you're lacking that hope? So hopelessness, maybe? Or maybe just being a little pessimistic, losing sight of what the star card gives you and provides and recognizes and reminds you of. And the star card would be saying to you, you need to be reminded of your potential. You need to be reminded of all the good things that you have to offer, all the gifts that you have to offer the world. So you may have been given or are being given opportunities that you either maybe don't feel you have time for right now, or you're disconnected from. But these, sometimes these opportunities are a way for you to connect with more insight. Or you maybe need to be reminded of how you need to seek peace and serenity. The card, uh, the star card has a lot to do with that too. Just really being comfortable, content, and a peace with where you are. The star card also reminds us that there is an opportunity for renewal, restoration of all that is good in us. It is a card of inspiration and aspiration. And very much in terms of your higher connection, you know, your your higher knowing, your wisdom, things that are that you've been seeking out. So keep the star and if you look at the card itself you know there's you know a naked woman in one hand she's pouring water she's got two pitchers of water one she's pouring water into water into a pond and the other she's pouring water on the ground in the soil and above her is a star and so it's a reminder to keep your star in sight and this card tells you not to give up on your aspirations and that the source and that's the water that she is pouring, thats source and the water is actually, you know, it, it symbolically has to do with as above, so below, you know, the, the water is the intuition and the, the earth is the grounding practical, but it's a reminder not to give up on these aspirations and that the source for this, for this, you know, for your connection to this is something bigger. So, what is your North Star? What is your why? So, this month, reminding the theme is to, to tap into that, finding your North Star. And then I asked when pulling the minor arcana card, what is the work that we need to do around this theme? And I pulled the Ace of Pentacles. So these are very positive cards, by by the way, both of them. So the Ace of Pentacles is a hand, a disembodied hand with a cloud around it. It's a hand from the universe. It's offering a gift, the gift of a coin. And it is from the universe, this offering. So what is your inspiration, your why, your North Star that keeps you getting up each day to go to work, to do what you do, all those things? And the gift that's being offered here is that all of your skills, all of the things you offer the world. And you need to find, again, that inspiration, that hopefulness. And the the minor arcana card is bringing it back to the grounding action, the everyday stuff, right? So the everyday stuff could be I don't know, just walking through the world, getting up, going to work, you know, why do you do it? What What inspires you today? What are you going to, what's going to make you, I don't know, what's going to give you peace or serenity? It's just, it's a reminder to to connect those two things together. And the ace of pentacles is whatever you need, you have right now, that there is fertile ground. If you look at the card, it's got flowers, it's got flowers in full bloom, it's got a mountains in the distance. The flowers in full bloom are that, you know, you have what you need to be comfortable and prosperous. That fertile ground is there. And the time is now when a flower is in bloom. A time is now. And in the distance of this card, there are mountains and there's a pathway. If you when you look at this card, there is an opening and an archway and a pathway that shows you that mountain. And that mountain is the attainment of goals. So these opportunities are presenting themselves. And I think if you connect it back to the star, it's, it's finding inspiration in that. So, you know, it's not always fun to work and have to do things. And, you know, we can't always like love everything we do at every minute of the day, but try to find ways to find that sort of inspiration and not make it just about, you know, financials, although we all need money to survive, obviously. But to maybe look at that that coin that, that is in the Ace of Pentacles as an energy exchange, right? You know, like you're, yes, you're, you're working, you're, but you're still able to tap into all that hopefulness and all the things, all the why, all the reasons you did it, right? So that is... My reading with the Star and the Ace of Pentacles, which I mentioned are both very good cards. Very positive.
0: Angie, do you have any thoughts on that one? To go all the way back to when you talked about do, Mm -hmm. it reminded me how when we teach, I don't know about you, but when I first learned about the five elements, that when I teach it, one of the ways that you describe the transition between metal element and how that becomes water is often the image of dew forming around a cup or mm-hmm. that metal, a metal cup or a metal surface can condensate and the air, the, the moisture in the air condensates around mm-hmm. the surface of a metal cup, for instance. And also the visual that metal, when it's being refined can flow like water. But I really I brought to mind that idea of the dew forming on the surface because this time of year as we're moving into the autumn is related to metal element.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's also, it's often hard to describe when you're first learning about feng shui when you're like, well, because in feng shui, five elements have, there's a cycle and part of the cycle is the creation cycle. And so metal Creates water, right? And it's kind of a hard one for people to understand. Well, how does how's that? And you you said it exactly right. Like it 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 allows yeah. water to collect from the air, right? From the from the atmosphere. Atmosphere,
0: yeah, yeah. Which is less. It's less. Um, it's it's a little bit harder to grasp than mm-hmm. the other elements, which are a little bit more obvious. Like, yeah, oh, you know, like metal ore comes from the earth and yeah a tree or a plant grows within the soil or you know and so forth mm-hmm. or that fire wood gives fuel to create a fire yeah. so the transition between metal and water is not as i guess um it doesn't it's not it's not as easy um, mm-hmm. To explain or to understand, wrap your head around. But I was just thinking because Laura has a lot of water and I have a lot of metal. It also mm-hmm. means Laura forgets sometimes how much I support her, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I feed her, and she and she drains me a little bit. But that's sometimes right. we it keep feels each other, other balanced. Yeah, that's
1: right. <laughs>
0: but and uh. I have my husband who's Earth. Who well, and your husband's also Earth too. Mm-hmm. And the Earth, you need you need some. Well, your uh, your has your partner also embodies a lot of metal. Does he, he have does. metal in his chart?
1: Yeah, he does. Yeah, okay. he's pretty metal. Yeah.
0: So that creates a support, which which gives us some indication on how we can maybe work with the energy in September along the lines of what Laura talked about. Like maybe like we could take it back to the elemental qualities. Like we're coming out of this fire season of summer and before we transition fully into the metal, there's a pause at earth, but what's, what creates metal element is earth. So there's a reminder that we can include earth element and maybe earth element can help us to remind us to nourish ourselves, to notice what we've been pushing to the side, to notice Mm -hmm. what we need to bring to the surface and to that nurtures and supports us. And then later to also see how the metal can give way to water, which offers us more wisdom. And also um, Laura asked for the major, sorry, the minor arcana card. What is the work we need to do around this theme? And that also brings to mind a visual of like water as well, because water moves around things. And it's almost like, what do we need to do around this theme? Also lends to the fact that it may not be a straight line, it may be something that we have to go around
1: flow. go with and the flow. flow with
0: yeah mm-hmm. i know you didn't mean that in the way that you no. asked it well no but the card the star
1: card is interesting well the star is it's air and, air and earth these two cards but in the visual of the star is this water and i really thought it was interesting like the source of the water like flowing and then it it splits into five and that those five are very symbolic and it shows up later in the in the major arcana but it's just I really like the idea of using water that kind of visual of water to connect with both the air and the earth. Like it's like that the the higher self which is the like kind of the uh, above and then the practical earth, the work, the earth that supports you and that shows up again in the ace of pentacles. So earth supports you, earth is grounding, earth is nurturing and the work that we have to do in September and September is kind of an earthy month. Cause again, as we remember when we talked, if you listened last month, it is this transition point, right? And then we're moving into metal. So use this support, this harvest, this like nurturing and be okay with things contracting and cooling and kind of, you know, shrinking away and then take this opportunity to really connect with what inspires you. Like, I don't know. It's just, it, I, I, the car, the star card, and as well as this, this whole energy of this month for me, this month is always like back to school, like rethinking, like kind of like almost a little bit of a renewal, even though it's, you know, it, it's a shrinking. And I just think that the star card is really inspiring and, and, and just always look for your North star when you feel doubting, put your feet on the ground and then look up at your North star.
0: Do you typically get sad when summer ends?
1: No, actually, I do the opposite.
0: I like, I like, you
1: like fall. I do. I okay, like, because I
0: thought you were hinting at the fact that like you kind of feel like sad when you, you wish that summer would last longer. No,
1: not that, maybe not this summer. Maybe that's what this summer has flown by, but no, typically I really like the fall. Mm-hmm. I love everything about autumn and I like making pies and apple pies, which is, oh, a and big you like, thing the, in and September. you like the
0: holidays too. Um, I, well, yeah, I
1: just wait till we get there. Yeah. but for this time of year, September is all about apple pies and, you know, just coming back to myself and figuring out what my next step is. and And that's why this reading really resonated for me,
0: yeah, because i I actually I look forward to the fall as well because well, also at sense. this point in the in the summer, it's at the end of summer, it's just like you're 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 ready for you reprieve of the heat right? Especially yeah. when I live in New York City, the heat is quite oppressive. Well, the um, bad, yeah. Yeah. Just like in February, I'm ready for warmth. <laughs>
1: ready for the, ready for that wood element to start springing. And, right. Yes.
0: And I think the only time I kind of feel like a little bit, I think people actually tend to feel a little bit sad towards the end of autumn, right?
1: End of autumn, moving into winter, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Well, because... Well, just you know, I find whenever we have to do the November one, it's always. I know you guys have you know big celebrations in the U.S., but again, that in between time between autumn and winter is is interesting. Let's just put it that way, okay, and we well, will let's explore go. that in 3 months. <laughs>
0: yeah, let's let's go back to September and um so how to work with energy. So what are some ways that one can look at we for, where we first talked about earth element. So earth element the colors are yellow mm-hmm. or or brown, earthy colors like 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 earthy tones.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you can work with that color. You can maybe incorporate more earthy colors around you. You can also maybe work with soil a bit or ceramics or bring in some things of weight into your home. It's not quite time to start changing your wardrobe, but really looking at like, maybe having more earth element around you and then seeing how that reflects upon your self-care as well. Mm -hmm. And then asking those questions that Laura suggested about what have you pushed aside? What have you not looked at that, that can remind you to remind you of your potential and the gifts that you have to offer right yeah renew to be renewed and restored and then also look at water element to see what is the work we need to do around this theme like right and to acknowledge that a lot of what the eastern perspective is is not to be direct there's a lot of indirect like For instance, like we talk a lot about with our students, like poison arrows or shachi or having something directly pointed at you is kind of the equivalent of someone pointing an arrow straight at your face or a knife straight at you. Like, so how can we go around things and what can we learn from this flow of water and the flexibility of water to take the shape of whatever contains it? So maybe you look at taking some baths, or you spend some time reflecting around bodies of water. The color of water is black and midnight blue, also wavy patterns, maybe starting to wear or incorporate wavy patterns into your home. And just to make sure that everything in your home is hydrated from your plants to the air, to your body, to your pets, to like all your plants, like that everything has an abundance of, um, water and and moisture and then maybe like going out and looking at the dew that laura talked about
1: mm-hmm. go for a walk and see what's and notice what's around you yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah so i think taking it back to the basics of the elements would be a great way to work with the energy and and use feng shui to support you this year
1: mm-hmm.
0: do you have anything you want to add laura
1: no i don't think so i mean Think about what it means to connect with each of those elements, you know, and the earth element is nurturing. So maybe you want to cook. And as you said, the water element is being resourceful, being able to to find inspiration where you need to. And then the metal element is that, you know, preparing, being clear on it and, and maybe even pulling it all together right? Because it is about completing and and preparing. So I think finding the inspiration from each of those elements where you can, and if you're having trouble tapping into the metal one, just go for a
0: walk at the end of the month. Well, that's what I was going to say is maybe if we go back to that idea of not being direct and obvious and being Mm -hmm. subtle, you don't have to work on the metal element. Mm -hmm. Working on earth and water will
1: Because you're in the metal metal element. Right. Well,
0: we're in metal season. You don't have to actively work Mm -hmm. on it. Like that's one aspect. You Mm -hmm. could work on it, but maybe the suggestion is to instead work with earth and water. And that automatically lends to the metal element because it's it's going the indirect path. And that's more subtle and Mm -hmm. it's actually more gentle. Mm -hmm. Because metal is very sharp. It is. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Laura. And thank you you. listeners for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. You can tune in every Monday for a new episode. If you like our podcast, please share it with others, subscribe, leave a review. We hope you will join our mailing list. We have an autumn equinox challenge right now coming up towards the autumn equinox. So that's available only for our newsletter subscribers, and it will come into your inbox through the newsletter. So if you're not on our list, you should join because that's the only way you'll be able to participate. So you can get on our list by visiting mindfuldesignschool.com and scrolling down to the bottom or you could type in mindfuldesignschool.com/join or you can click through in whatever podcast application you're listening to this on. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.